Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. The following audio drama is rated G, which means it's perfectly safe for folks and families of all ages. Yes, even Grandma. Enjoy. The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages. This is a presentation from Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Hello, friends. Welcome to my new space cruiser, the SS Avil. This is a first meeting of the newly formed Coalition of Crazies. And I have a... Uh, I hate to interrupt you, Dr. Philbot, but I just have to ask. Coalition of Crazies? I mean, really? Yes, really, Commander Mikado. And there's a very good damn reason for it. I mean, if you recall, the so-called League of Evil Parts ended up being a real miserable f***ing failure. Yeah, this is true. I mean, who could forget? Nothing was ever accomplished. It was a complete waste of everybody's time. Yes, we know that, Commando Mikado. Now, if you have a point, I... Suggest you make it, because the whole League of Evil Bots thing is kind of a soft subject with me, for reasons I'm sure are rather obvious to anyone. My point is, a coalition of crazies? I mean, couldn't you come up with something better than that? Well, no, as a matter of fact, I couldn't. In fact, I was stumped for months on the problem of what to call a new organization. So I found the problem out to a reputable think tank. And after many weeks of, 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 uh, uh, well, of, uh, thinking, they came up with a coalition of crazies. May I ask how much you paid for this expert advice? A reasonable amount. In the six-figure area? The amount paid was um, reasonable. In other words, you overpaid. In other words, Commander Mikado, it's none of your dang business. Now, if we could move on to some other business... Oh, oh, I've got some business to table, Dr. Philbot. Hell no! Anyone else? I'm sorry, Dr. F., but I'm still stuck on this organizational title conundrum. No. Coalition of Crazies is what we've decided to go with. I paid good money for that name, damn it. Now we're using it. I mean, I don't hear any better ideas coming from you, Commander. So, if we could just... Well, if it's up for discussion... Uh, oh, may the robotic gods give me patience. Look, damn it, nothing is up for debate here. Oh, I love a debate. I say we debate about the name, and then we come up with a better one. Or, 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 or we, we could all 
I'll just mud wrestle over it. Oh, I enjoy a good mud wrestling match. <laughs> that sounds more like it, yeah. Forget it. Y'all debate amongst yourselves, and I'll go and have a snuggle with my heat little cockweed bunny. We'll continue this later. You are listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 69, The Last Santicon Day, part one, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. This is a Galactic News Update. Dave Root reporting. The Galactic Stock Market fell 3 million points today when a group of popular scientists from Mars Tech reported the imminent and avoidable end of the universe. The scientific team revealed that they have no idea what is causing the unavoidable end, but stated that it's certainly coming. Their advice? Live it up, boys. So when will the big U come to an end? The group revealed the exact day would be... Santacon Day, approximately. We have less than a week, folks, so party on! This has been Dave Root reporting. Did you guys hear that? We're all doomed! Plus, I'm sure that news reporter sounded awfully familiar. Anyway, this is it, guys. The end of the universe and life itself. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yup, it was bad news. The end was nigh. The universe's number was up. And it was all gonna happen on SantaCon Day, approximately. And in no time at all, we bots were contacted by SantaCon himself to help avert this disaster. How could we help, I asked. Well, simply put, I need you and your courageous crew to traverse time and space to find the reason for the universe's eminent destruction. Forgive me, sir, but my crew is far from courageous. Yes, courage is overrated. Uh, couldn't, um, uh, couldn't we just, um, help? Wrap some SantaCon Day presents or something instead? Or, um, uh, on second thought, uh, how about we just, um, have an eggnog hunt? Oh, oh, wait. That's EasterCon Bunny Day, isn't it? I have an idea. Why don't we celebrate Intergalactic Toast Day instead this year? That way, we avoid the whole end of the universe thing altogether. Yes, I'll go along with what Popsicle said. We could celebrate Galactic Spring Clean Day! But it isn't spring. Oh, I didn't think about that, darn! <laughs> oh, if I might inject something. If you must, computer. Go ahead. I think we ought to celebrate National Rabbit Stewing Day. Um, what the heck is that? You go out and capture a long-eared rabbit, you take your six-shooter, and you shoot him right between the eyes. Then you skin him, and cut him up into little pieces, and- Just stop right there, computer. That's enough of that. I mean, that's just- that's just cruel. To who? The rabbit or the shooter? I think that's pretty obvious. Now look, we have SantaCon himself here. Let's be a little more respectful, huh? Oh, I know. Um, uh, 
let's just um, make up a new holiday. Um, how about, um, let's see, um, how about, um, oh, Star Spangled Muffin Day. Uh, muffin Killing Day. Um, okay, you guys, I hate to burst your bubbles, but it doesn't matter what holiday we celebrate, and most of those were pretty horrendous suggestions, by the way. Regardless, the end of the universe event will still occur. Well, that's me out of the conversation then. Doodles, boys. Putch has a valid point, you guys. Really? A potch? With a valid point? The universe really is coming to an end. Watch it, Zimtron. Or what? You'll tell me to shut up as usual? It could happen, you know. Well, I still want to celebrate Star Spangled Muffin Day. Rather than do any of that, um... Heroic nonsense. Oh, boy. See what I mean? Our crew is hardly the courageous type, Mr. Sanicon, sir. I happen to know that in the past, you and your crew have done many brave things. You've saved the universe before, Captain. And Santa Day. <laughs> it should be noted, not by choice. Exactly. On those occasions, we more or less bumbled our way through those misadventures. Are you refusing to help me, Captain Punch? You can't turn down Santa Con himself, Punch! You just can't! Now, I never said anything like that. Of course we'll do what we can, but I'm just not sure what we can do, sir. I mean, we're not exactly running with a full crew at the moment. We've lost a lot of bots recently, and the company hasn't chosen their replacements, or given us a new mission statement. We're still waiting for orders. Well, I quite understand your problem, Captain Putch. And I have the perfect solution. Ho, ho, ho. You do? Oh, that's wonderful. What's your answer to our problem? I know just the place where you can find a whole new crew. There's an outpost near here where out-of-work bots are just waiting for an opportunity. I'll even fund your mission. So you'll have no worries there. Ho, ho, ho. And so, we were off to Frontier 7, a space station in the middle of nowhere, and the place where we would find some new crew members, supposedly. Wow! Look at this place, you guys! This is quite a melting pot of bots and aliens. We're bound to find a nice replacement robotic crew for the Titan II here. SantaCon was right on the money. Looks absolutely dreadful to me. Just ignore Mr. Attitude, Captain. Look around. There are some real prospects here, if you ask me. It could be noted that no one did, Popsicle. Stick it down your drain pipe, Zimtron. Make me, Frenchie. What did you just call me, Hollowhead? Um, uh, uh, wait, that, that, that was a, a, a typo. But you were talking just then, not typing. Oh, leave me alone. I have abandonment issues, okay? Whatever. Come on, you guys. Just relax, huh? Ooh, mama. Look at that hot little number over there. Watch out, fellas. I'm gonna go mingle. Ha-ha! <laughs> we need a good administrator, Bot Popsicle. Keep that in mind. This ain't a party time, you know. Says you! Oh, boy. You guys really take the cake. We've come here on a serious mission to find a new crew so we can save Santa Con Day and the whole universe again. And yet, no one wants to take this seriously. I'm taking it seriously, Punch. 
I'll help you find our new crew members. Well, thank you, Briscoe. At least someone has taken this to heart. Do you know what your problem is, Fudge? No, but I'm sure you're about to tell me all about it, Zimtron. It's that right there. You take everything so seriously. Too seriously, in fact. And now I am... And do you know what I did next? I told her to kiss my metal butt, you lumpy malfunctioning transistor radio. <laughs> and then I divorced her. <laughs> I must really be losing it. What are you going on about now, Zimmy? Well, it's just... Um... <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. I must have imagined it. What a pain in my backside. Women, eh? Man. It can't be, but it has to be. What is wrong with you, Zimtron? Pudge, I, I... I could be losing my mind, but, um... But, um... Do my sound receptors deceive me, or did I just hear them? Hey! Frenchie, it is you! Merde. We're trying to have a good conversation over here, and you are... Zimtron? Putch? Briscoe! Oh, merde. I was hoping I'd never see you too quick. Uh, I mean, um, I'm really surprised to see you here, mon ami. <laughs> I can't believe it. It is! It's old Frenchie! Well, who else would it be, eh? <laughs> Sphinx, what on earth are you doing here? Yes, so you vanished from the ship ages ago. We didn't think you even existed anymore. Didn't think I existed or hoped for it. Now be honest, no mon ami. No, I'm just kidding. Now, come on, Sphinx. We're happy to see you alive. Well, uh, steady on, Pacha. Happy is a strong word. Oh, come on, Zitron. You know you missed me. Go on. Admit it. Well, I, um, I, um, oh, all right, uh, it's, it's just not been the same without you, I mean, honestly, you don't know what it's like when it's just me alone with them, these guys, I need you, I mean, we were a team, a double that, you know, like, um, Bonnie and Clyde. Eh? What in space and time are you talking about? Well, um, okay, if not them, we were like, um, uh, Laurel and Hardy. Who? Ren and Stampy? Get out of town, Sprockethead. Shaggy and Scooby, uh, the Professor and Marianne. Don't be insulting, Brain Drain. But, um, but, um, t tell him, Fudge. What exactly do you want me to say, Zimtron? Tell him that we need him. Our lives are simply not complete without you, Sphinx. Are you telling me that you are actually getting sentimental on me, Zimtron? <laughs> because I find it hard to believe. Hey, now, I'll have you know I, I have a heart. Now, don't you guys look at me like that. It's true. And what's more, you know I... Hate being looked at. Well, to be honest, we did come here looking for crew members. We have a big job ahead of us, and we're pretty short-handed at the moment. But you, uh, 
like your old job back, Sphinx? Mad. Are you kidding me? Not in a million years. Oh, but Sphinx! We missed you! And what about you, Pudge? Are you going to admit that you missed old Sphinxy? Well, uh, well... Ah, come on, Captain, admit it! Well, of course we've all missed having you around, Sphinx. So what do you say? Won't you come back, just for a little while, for old time's sake? And it's not that simple. I have, uh, how you say, new responsibilities. Such as? Well, to be honest, uh, well, I hate to admit this, but my wife, she left me. That's too bad, Sphinx. So? That should free you up, uh, doesn't it? Uh, I mean, I never saw you as the marrying kind anyway. You're, you're a free spirit. Responsibility? You don't know the meaning of the word. So, um, go on. Say it. You're free to rejoin us, aren't you? You are... Aren't you? Well, to be honest, uh, no. I, I have to look after my son. Your what? Wait, I have a son. Hang on, just a little moment. Uh, Lynx, come here, boy. Rapidement. Everybody, this is my son, Lynx. Is he not in I speak of the old black, eh? <laughs> wow, you have a son? And he looks just like you, only a little shorter. I must admit, I never really imagined you as a responsible father, Sphinx. I'm really surprised. Nice to meet you, Lynx. Oh, yes. Greetings, young Lynx. Lynx Sphinx. What do you know? It rhymes. Papa, who are these pinheads? Oh, twaddle. What a bunch of nimrods. Wow. The acorn sure doesn't fall far from the tree, huh, Sphinx? He is his father's son. Me. Now listen, I cannot accept your job offer. I have my boy to look after. There's a simple enough solution here. Lynx can join the crew. Right, Hutch? Uh, well now, uh, hang on there, Zimmy. I... Oh, go on, Punch. Lynx can join the crew, right? That won't be a problem at all, will it? Really? You will give my son a position? Well, I may regret this later, but... Sure, why not? Well, then, in that case, I will join you, Miss Vince, but only long enough to show my son the ropes. Then I am off again, and you can keep him as my replacement. Yay! It's settled then! Oh, uh, sure. Sounds like a great idea. Oh, boy. What have I just agreed to? Hey, what do you think of that, my boy? What twat? That stinks. Welcome back, Fretchy. Good to be back. Head. <laughs> well, that takes care of two new crew members, but we still need a few more. Not to worry. I know a few good butts. I am certain I can find you a wonderful crew. And so, after a few more introductions, we had our new crew of misfit bots. We were off to a, well, goodish start, sorta. We had a crew at any rate. And so, we set off across the galaxy to seek the answer to the imminent end of the universe. And so, after a couple days of space travel, our new chief engineer, a fembot named Gretel, who had a bit of a short temper, but came highly recommended, detected a strange spatial anomaly. I know, I know. 
I always hated this techno babble, but what can you do? This is sci-fi after all. Anyway, I ordered Gretel to bring the ship to full stop in deep space so we could examine this strange phenomenon. The ship has come to a full stop, Captain, as requested. Well, it was more of an order than a request, but uh, that's fine. Are you second-guessing my abilities? No, no. Wouldn't dream of it, Gretel. That's chief to you, partner. Uh, my apologies, uh, chief. So, uh, what do you think our next move should be? Well, shouldn't you know that? I mean, you're the blasted skipper of this tub, ain't you? Uh, sure. I mean, yeah, yes, but... But to be honest, I haven't had much experience with this sort of hardcore space exploration hero stuff. So any advice you could give would be, uh, nice. Or, uh, good. Helpful, even. Oh, boy, what is this? The crew of the mentally challenged. Well, okay, uh, let me put it this way. What would you do? Well, now, if it were me, I'd send in a probe to see what it is. A probe? Yeah, uh, one of those. Great idea. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> so, um, where'd you keep them? Keep what? Your probes, dang it. Oh, uh, well, that's the thing. We really don't have any probes. What kind of Mickey Mouse operation is this? How do you expect to save the universe when you don't have any dad-blasted probes? Well, honestly, this is a cargo ship, not an exploration vessel. We don't have any probes because we weren't assigned any. So, uh, what else would you suggest? Oh, for crying out loud. Okay, let me think. If you don't have any probes, we just have to make our own. Make our own? Yeah. We'll use a bot. A bot? You, you mean one of the crew? Of course. Off the top of your head, name a member of this crew. Captain, I have a complaint. Zimtron? Zimtron it is. But... Wait, uh, what? You're gonna be our probe. I'm going to be a, a, a what? And so, Zimmy was our official probe droid. I'll get you for this much. Just you wait. When I'm through with you, you'll be using your backside to see out of. And after that, I'll, um, I'll, um... And so, Zimtron was launched. We waited patiently to hear from him, to report in on what he was seeing. So, what do you see out there? I'll rip you in half. I'll, uh, I'll knock your block off. I'll, I'll uh, punch. Get a grip, dishy-washy bot. Report what you're seeing. Oh, well, it's a strange, worthy thing in space. I, I don't know what I'm seeing. I, I'm not a probe droid. It just looks all um, uh, whirly and stuff. We need you to report exactly what you see. Now pull yourself together, cowpoke, or you'll have me to answer to. 
And believe me, you don't want to have to report directly to me. Got it? Well, that's fine, but uh, I honestly don't know the technical jargon. Let me try. Zimtron, just tell us what you see. Describe it the best way you can. Well, uh, all right, uh, I'll try. Um, uh, I see there's some big whirling mass. Uh, it's it's blue. <laughs> no, wait. Uh, it's green. It's... Uh, damn, it's... Uh, is, is that even a color? Um, uh, it's... It's doing something different now. It's, um, uh, I don't know exactly how to describe it, but it seems to be, um, charging up. How do you know it's charging up? Well, it's, uh, starting to crackle and, um, and, uh, yes, it's, it's definitely, definitely building. It, the, the power is charging, um. Pacho, may I make a suggestion? <laughs> sure, Zemi. What's your suggestion? Get me the hell out of here! Ow! 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 Simtron? Zimmy, are you all right? Oh no! We've killed him! We've killed Zimtron! Zimtron isn't here right now. Zimtron? Just call me Lollipop. <laughs> oh boy. Bring him back aboard. He needs to see the new bot doctor we hired right away. Zimtron was taken to the repair shop on level 99 to see old Doc Zot, the new robotic repair droid we picked up in Frontier 7. I have to admit, Zimmy had me worried, and it's the first time I can ever say I was really worried about Zimtron, ever. How is he, Doc? Will he make it? Oh, don't worry yourself, Captain Butch. He will fully recover in no time at all. Oh, what a relief. That is, unless he doesn't, of course. Oh. Really? Uh, I mean, what are his chances? Oh, his chances are very good. Uh, excellent, in fact. Oh, that's a relief. Unless, of course, he fails to respond to the treatment. Then, of course, your friend may never be the same. Oh, dear. So, what exactly happened to him? Well, it's hard to be certain, of course, but it seems his positronic network was zapped. Zapped? Yeah, zapped. You'll have to say it with Gusto. Zapped. Just like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, is he conscious? It is difficult to be certain. Let's see, shall we? Ow! That hurt! Here's a vague! Now, ask him some questions. How do you feel, Simtron? Simtron? Is that my name? I think you may have hit him too hard, Doc. No, no, that is the energy burst he experienced in the anomaly. Remember, he was that. Right, right, yeah, that. <laughs> so, how do you feel, Zimmy? I am. Um, I. Uh, I feel um, 
great! <laughs> In fact, I've never felt better. Uh, well, all the better for seeing you, Ginger. <laughs> Ginger? Uh, no, Zimtron, it's, it's me, Punch. Punch? Punch! Oh, Puncho! Punchillus! Punchello! Pontificate! <laughs> oh, this game is fun! Oh, how are you? Who are you again? <laughs> and, and why is there a, a, a giant mouse standing in the doorway? Um, is this normal, Doc? I mean, will he recover? Oh, I think he should be alright, or, or not. It is hard to be. I know, I know. Hard to be certain. Exactly, Captain Bunch. Now you are getting it. Oh, boy. Just wait till I talk to Sphinx. What was that you were saying? Oh, nothing, Doc. Just carry on. Captain Putch, I presume? You know who I am, Sirius. We met on Frontier 7 when I hired you as the ship's new security drone. Right you are, sir. Just can't be too careful. Right. So, uh, what can I do for you, Sirius? You're needed urgently on the bridge, sir. We have an emergency. We, uh, we do? Oh, boy. What's happening now? How bad is it? Why, it's so bad it could mean the end for all of us! Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy! You have been listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 69, The Last Santicon Day, part one, and which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. I'm screwing up and I'm just gonna keep on going. This very festive episode starred in order of appearance, Jeff Niles as Dr. Philbot, Cat Waterflame as Duke Mikado, Shane Harris as Brick Jemmer, Wayne Hayward as Dave Root, Joe J. Thomas as Putch, John Morse as Santicon, Jeff Niles as Zimtron, Daryl Looney as Popsicle, Kyle Boars as Briscoe, David Alt as the Titan 2 computer, Jim Barber as Sphinx, Gary Erickson as Lynx, Lizanne Hayward as Gretel, David Alt as Doc Zot, and James P. Quick as Sirius. The holiday version of the theme tune was composed and performed by Daryl Looney. The incidental music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Robots of the Company was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. And if you don't know what that means, I can't help you. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. It's your option. We were getting zapped during the making of this audiogram. Join us next time for the second part of this amazing two-part special. When things get really, well, crazy, believe you me, you won't want to miss it. Until then, this is the creditor, as always, asking you to please stay tuned. This program is copyright 2013, all rights reserved, and is brought to you by none other than Dream Realm Enterprises. And hey, if you'd like to help us out, feel free to donate to the cause. Yes, keep the bots coming your way by donating some of your hard-earned cash. We really could use your help. No donation is too small. Prove you're a true fan by giving until it hurts. 
Remember, Dream Realm Enterprises is a not-for-profit organization. What we do, we do for you, our fans. So help us to keep flying, won't you? Visit our website at dreamrealmsite.com and find the donate button. It's through PayPal, so it's as easy as hitting a robot in the eye. Thanks, fans, for your support. Coming up next time on Robots of the Company. Yeah, well, anyway, after much debate and wrestling, we've decided on the Covenant of Coolness as the perfect name for our new organization. The what of what? Now, uh, look here, Commander Mikado. I know you think you're clever, but that doesn't make a statement about being evil at all. Unless you're willing to wrestle me for it, then I'm afraid the Covenant of Coolness is it. Mudrussel! Mudrussel! <laughs> Come on, Dr. Philbot. Take your clothes off and jump in the ring. <laughs> Be sure not to miss part two of our brand new holiday special, The Last Santacon Day, brought to you by Dream Realm Enterprises and found on DreamRealmSite.com. from. Some say he's not a man. Some say he's a force. Not of nature, but of something more primal than that. He's the acid taste of vengeance you can't quite swallow down in a town that's besieged by fear an unbreathed regret. Others say he was a man who wouldn't rest until all the pain in the world was fed back to those who minded out of others. He's only known by one name. From county to county, in the hours past dawn, and in the haze-filled air, you'll see him walking towards you if you keep secrets, if you harm folks. He's the drifter, and he won't stop till sorrow's end. A weird western series from Jeffrey Billard starring The Drifter. From Audio Groovecats and the Amigo Collective, coming 2023 only on Mutual, with Episode 1, Before a Wind.